0: Um, so we are in the med bay. The whole crew is gathered. Um, do we, we don't have a, well, I suppose being a smaller crew, we probably do have a conference room that would fit everybody. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We'll do that. So we're not at all. Go ahead and set the
1: scene up for that and we can go from there.
0: Um, so we'll be in the conference room and have the whole crew gathered and Dasavi sitting at the head of the table. Um, everybody has their it's more of a relaxed atmosphere she's got a a cup of tea in front of her
1: probably and
0: is kind of sitting with her with her hands like this in fact uh, she waits for everybody everything to settle down and um, all the side chat to stop to stop she's welcome to the Europa many of you started out with us uh, when we left the station welcome to those of you who who joined us from DS9. Uh, I just wanted to welcome everyone. I wanted to also make my expectations clear and give the team a chance to ask any questions, voice any concerns, so forth. Um, I suppose we'll address the elephant in the room off, off the bat. I'm, I have no doubt my reputation precedes me. I am known for being unorthodox. I'm also known for running a tight ship. If you have concerns in the moment, I understand if you want to voice your concerns once, We'll discuss it and then move on. My decision is final in the moment. In the case of a medical emergency, we don't have time to debate and hem and haw over decisions. I appreciate the ability to continue your work as directed despite any misgivings you may have. After everything is said and done, I invite you to come speak with me privately. Uh, I may or may not agree with you in the end, and that is what it is. But the expectation is, as I said, in the moment, do your job and we can talk about it after. Um, I also wanted to stress that transparency and ethics are incredibly important to not only Starfleet as a whole but as but also to my medical team um, we are not we're not here for subterfuge we are not here to hide things or... Um, Run ruses on people, I suppose. Uh, if there is a concern, um, both for the patient or any uh, anything, anything, any concerns, really, honesty is the only policy. Any questions?
2: Dominguez Vega. Dominguez Vega is going to ask a question. He's the counselor. Um, doctor, this. I get the impression that this is re, in response the to the majority of the medical staff. Just kind of, and I'm not sure. Look at each other and kind of nod. I don't know if of any of the uh, staff or your counselors or
1: the nurses want to say anything.
2: At least in my limited experience, unusual to have to warn Starfleet officers about telling the truth. Could you elaborate as to why? Have, this is happening?
0: There was an incident, uh, and the people who are aware of it are aware. Um, I don't... I prefer not to elaborate too much in depth. Um, I don't want to start rumor-mongering or a, an atmosphere of backbiting or us against them, um, I was asked to make policy clear.
2: And he'll blink and nod and drop the subject.
1: All right, on that, Um, Brian, you want to lead us off? Sure. Um,
3: uh, uh, Before we do that, though, um, can we establish, uh, John, can we establish that uh, Jorad and uh, Cass Cass had that talk that we've been talking about in chat? We don't necessarily... I have missed out on chat. So I oh, have no okay. context. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. Jorad said he was going to talk to Cass about it. We don't have to necessarily do it on screen. We can, uh, have it happened off screen, but it would have happened during the intervening, uh, time.
0: Do you know the it he's referring to? Yeah. I have no context whatsoever. Okay.
3: Uh, Jorad wants to talk to with Cass about, um, the the fact that the doctor has it, 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 it should be consulted in under medical matters okay yeah not a big deal i it,
1: just some context from the last session so the the um yeah the captain is basically saying that he wants the first officer the second officer to consult with the doctor when dealing with medical matters beforehand to, def- to defer to the doctor
3: okay mm-hmm. Yeah, sorry. I thought you, uh, you. I I thought we talked about that in uh, out of character chat as well.
1: Yeah, uh, he's been busy. It happens. Yeah, fair. All right, go ahead and lead us off.
3: All right, so captain's log, starting fifty three uh, eight hundred and sixty nine point three four. We've arrived at Narandra Station. It's taken us some sixty five days to reach the expanse and I can tell that my crew is eager to get to our primary mission. Naander Station is on the edge of Federation space and the last major way station before entering the region known as the Expanse. Uh, a joint Klingon Federation command, formerly known as Starbase 364. Naander Station is our last stop before we get uh, to our final destination.
1: All right. Um you arrive in registration and it is a uh it is a star dock class starbase. I do not have an image of one, but everyone knows what the star dock looks like. Um actually I don't have a lot of the images I meant to have today and that's my that's on me. But um it is a starbase star class star it is a star dock class starbase um which is the big one that most ships can fly inside of. Um You are welcome to dock and uh, get to know the crew there. This is the main waypoint where you'll be launching from, uh, going into the expanse itself. Um, when you arrive, uh, you, you, you find your orbit uh, around the station. Um, Oh, you probably should read that. Although it's a little late now (laughs) to do it next time, Brian. Um, the uh uh the starbase welcomes you into the into the area uh you are there are a lot of klingon ships here as well so there is uh, uh there is one federation Oberth class and there are about four uh borel uh birds of prey um this station is a joint venture between the federation and the klingons or at least that's what it's original intention was back when it was built um prior to the uh Dominion War, or just the beginning of the Dominion War, just before the Dominion War, I guess. Um, it has uh, it has survived throughout the course of the Dominion War, and um, it is, as I said before, the main launching point here. Um, you have been cleared to dock if you wish. Uh, the commander of the station uh, is Admiral April, I will tell you for sure, just one second. Uh, where did I put it? Here we go. Uh, Admiral April Herbert, Uh, there's also the commander of the Klingon force here, whose name is General Karag, Kar-gang, sorry. Um, And those are official Modiphius things, so I took them. So, you guys are welcome to go aboard and do what you want. Uh, You can have any time aboard ship that you want. Um, Here you'll find all of your um, rumors and whatnot to be able to decide what you guys want to do next. So... And the ship, as you approach, does request permission to sync with the uh, with the ships with the with the starbase once again. If you uh, are going to allow that,
3: yeah, I don't see why we wouldn't. Uh, Captain Hage is definitely going to request a meeting uh, with the admiral, uh, and uh, I, I think he'll bring. Uh, uh, I think he'll bring Ambrose along as well.
1: Okay. Um Ambrose and the captain. Um you guys arrive, uh, you you be aboard station and you are greeted um almost pretty much immediately by the the admiral. She's a little bit late coming to the transporter room to meet with you, but she's there. Um She's a, a middle-aged woman, probably in her m- late 40s, um slender build, long Blondish, reddish, grayish hair. Um, I do have an image of her. I just don't have it with me today. I just didn't get everything up into the up into the, the fantasy grounds like I meant to, um, which is my mistake. But um, she welcomes you. She's you know in her dress uniform, obviously, because um, admiral's pretty much just flounce around all the time wearing dress uniforms. It's kind of their thing. <laughs> um, Captain, I'm so glad to finally meet you, and uh, Commander Ambrose, I assume. Sir. Welcome to Narendra Station. I hope you find your pleasant st- I hope you, hope you find your stay pleasant.
3: Glad to be here. It's a nice looking station you got here.
1: Well, it's um it's definitely big. <laughs> Walk with me, Captain. Let's head to head to my something there's a transporter room. Sure. Um
3: I'll uh, we'll make small talk as he's walking he'll say uh we're pretty far from uh the core of the federation. I'm sure you see all kinds of types out here
1: we do um mostly Klingons um mm-hmm. there's a lot of Klingons um not not don't get me wrong i, I love the Klingons in general Cargan has done an excellent job of keeping everyone um Working together cleanly. Um, As you're walking through the station, you know, there are a lot of Klingons on board this station. Um, For a a ship, for a station the size that this is, you would expect to see um, either, you know, just emptier spaces or a lot of Starfleet officers, but what you really see is a lot of Klingons. Um, There are Starfleet officers as well, but. um, There we go. Go ahead. A-
3: Commander Ambrose, do me a favor and remind me to pick up some uh, Ractigeno beans here. With this many Klingons, they must, be, uh, they, must be, they must be overflowing with the things.
4: Noted, sir. I'll add that to our requisitions.
1: Um, eventually, you arrive in the ops station and head up to the, uh, the commander's, um, the, the admiral sorry, the admiral's um, lounge. I guess, as it were. Uh, Captain, I'm I'm glad the Europa is finally here. Um, You made better time than I expected, so forgive me if I'm not um, completely prepared. Uh, As you know, you'll be sending out into the the Shackleton Expanse. Um, The station has been here for a little over five years and we've been exploring the expanse for the majority of that time. Uh, We have, however, only explored a small portion of it. Uh, It's a dangerous place, and I want you to be aware that um, your ship will be the lead ship in the region uh, since the Bellerophon has gone missing. Uh,
3: Hmm. Any leads on where the Bellerophon might have uh, disappeared to?
1: Yes. Um, we uh, Several years ago, the Bellerophon... Uh, prior to the well around the beginning of the Dominion war, the Bellerophon was involved in an incident um where it was as far as we can tell dragged into an alternate dimension and we have yet to hear back from it uh, We have the region of space, but we have been able unable to find much else um the f- several Federation and Klingon ships have been lost in the expanse over the last five years. In fact, uh, the Magellan, the Bellerophon, the IKS Katang. Um, in, if you want to make a um, Insight Command role, I'd like you to know more about the Katang as well. Sure. But anyone who was involved in the Dominion War would probably know that ship. That's mm, a big that's old a, failure. That's a big terrible role <laughs> uh,
4: Insight and Command. Sure.
1: Well, that's sufficient and we'll give you a, oh, I need to add up my threat here. There's four of you, so that gives me eight ten 10 threat. Mm, it's double the amount of
3: players, so eight.
1: Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, it's uh, double player, double the player is plus two, right?
0: Because doesn't players. the GM also
1: count? <laughs> yeah. I thought the GM counted. Um,
0: and that's how we do it for Lex.
1: I'm pretty sure it's how it is, but we'll go down to eight just, you know, to make it nice for this session. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. The, uh, the, the, the Katang uh, was the only vessel that remained unaffected by the Breen energy weapons during the original assault uh, that destroyed the Defiant. So that's something that you would know, Ambrose. Uh, Starfleet has been exploring the expanse for, as I said, about five years. In that time, many worlds have been discovered and we have had many strange anomalies that we've been recording, however, they've only mapped a little less than 1% of the expanse. Uh, recent contacts with the ma- in the Malor sector have suggested that there may be a regional power that is, as of yet, un- unidentified by Starfleet. That is another thing you may wish to consider looking into. Um, there's a great deal going on, captain. I don't know.
3: Well, it sounds like one of our priorities should be, uh, finding out what's causing, uh, these disappearances. If We can find out what happened to these ships. We, at the very least we can prevent it from hap- from happening to anyone else.
1: Hopefully. Um, I will say there are uh, a few other things that you may want to look out for. Um, We are aware of a group of rogue Klingon vessels uh, in the area, although General uh, Kargan uh, and his ships, his fleet, assure us that um, it's nothing but rabble, little more than pirates. And he has sworn that they will be wiped out before the end of the year, which it is now November, so he's got some swift work to do. There's also been uh, some strange, subs. go ahead.
3: Are the Klingons taking the lead on that? I would think that they would have a vested priority uh, in taking care of their own.
1: At the moment, they are taking the lead on it. However, uh, the generals, I am not one to question the general's loyalty. He he has served faithfully the empire for as long as I have known him. But um, these Klingons there are a lot of Klingon warships in this region for, uh, mere pirates to be evading a general with such renown. Hopefully he can handle it. Uh, if not, Starfleet will have to intervene at some point, which is a, a diplomatic event I'm not looking forward to.
3: Hmm. Well, I must say it sounds like the ideal solution here would be for the general to, uh, Take, to, to take the fight to these Klingons, sounds like he's lost the respect of his men, and that might be half of his problem.
1: Mm. It is possible.
3: If, <sighs> if we were to locate these Klingons and send word back to Katang, do you think that uh, he would uh, be up, step up to the plate?
1: It is certainly worth an opportunity, uh, worth, worth a worth a chance of looking at it. I would hope he would. I mean, it would certainly do. Us a lot of good. We need to get this pirate situation under control. There has been what little trade we do in this in this system uh, is hampered by them.
3: Well, the Europa's got some finely tuned sensors, but not as many guns as I think uh, Mr. Ambrose would like. Um, so, I think we I think we'd be best served finding the Klingons, letting the general take care of it.
1: What you think is best, Captain. You, as I said, will be the lead ship in the region. Uh, some other things that we, have loca- that we have known in the area, um, and speaking of Klingons, a recent Klingon long-range survey of the Halroon system has revealed a possible megastructure that appeared to be orbiting a singularity. However, the readings have not been able to be co- confirmed by any of the Starfleet long-range telescopes, and we have not had any ships in the sector to drop any probes. So if you... Find yourself in that direction. We would certainly expect some additional investigation there as well.
3: I'd say that seems uh, worth a look. Uh, Can you send the files to the Oropo so we can uh, know what we're in for?
1: Of course. I will will ensure that you are up to date on all of the recent activities in the region.
3: Excellent. We'll make sure and stop by.
1: Excellent. Uh, There is also... Uh, some strange subspace signals that have been coming from the Avalian system. Long-range surveys indicate that one M-class world exists there, and scans can oh, sh- scans have shown that uh, a civilization a civilization on that planet appears to only be in the mid 21st century of Earth's te- level of technology. So we're not certain what those subspace signals are. Another thing that'd be worth investigating. I did send a, um, a an Oberth-class ship that way, but they were Subsequently rerouted due to a uh, a medical emergency that is being addressed.
3: How serious is this medical emergency? Uh, we have a uh, uh, crack medical crew aboard. I'm sure we could be of assistance there.
1: It is possible. Um, I do believe that that ship likely has things under control. But you're welcome to. Uh, I-, I will send the information to your doctors, uh, S- to your sick bay as well.
3: Send word to the captain We're we're on position to assist if he needs it.
1: Excellent. Um, I believe the only other thing that I really have for you at the moment, Captain, is that there have been some additional strange readings. You'll find a lot of those in the expanse uh, in the Nolst sector. Uh we have sent several probes, but we have lost contact with each and every one of them. Hmm. Uh, the information we do receive is slightly garbled well, it's, it's very garbled, but there seems to be some sort of massive energy source that is shrouded behind an event horizon. And that one is a lower priority, but um something worth investigating at some point.
3: Could it be tied to the ship disappearances?
1: Possible. It has not been in the similar region, um, and it is near the extent of our so far surveyed areas. But there is in the expanse. There is no knowing what is connected to what. Well,
3: that might be worth a look uh, if the, even the possibility exists, given the severity of the disappearances.
1: Agreed. You have your work cut out for you, command, or Captain, and uh, I will leave the priority to you uh, as to which investigation you wish to conduct first. Um, I'll
3: consult with my senior officers, and we'll figure out which we're in best. But we're best in position to assist. Them.
1: Excellent. Um, You should stop by and meet with the general as well. He was supposed to make this meeting, and I do not know where he is at the moment, but it would be wise to introduce yourself to him as he is the commander of the Klingon forces in the region.
3: I agree. I'll I'll, uh, bring him a fruit basket.
1: (laughs) Better be very spiky fruit. Uh, if you don't have any other questions, Captain, I um, I will uh wish you the best of luck and know that we are here for whatever service we can offer.
3: Of course, uh, hopefully uh, everything will go smoothly enough that uh, we won't be seeing you too much. Uh, but we'll, we—it's uh, always good to have a starbase in your pocket.
1: Yes. Well, that was Starfleet's hope. Good luck, Captain and Commander.
3: Uh, hey, Drew. Uh Mr. Ambrose, did you have any questions?
4: I think we have a lot to look over and some decisions to make,
3: but I think we're good for now. Excellent. And so he'll shake the Admiral's hand and we'll depart.
1: Okay. Um, you will know as you leave the... Uh, Admiral's main office and uh, head through the operations station to wherever it is you're going. There is a uh, a, a short woman with uh, short dark hair cropped in a pretty typically Romulan uh, cut. Um, and she is wearing a subcommander's um, insignia, rank insignia. So something slightly unusual to see on a Starfleet op station, but not entirely so since the Dominion War uh
3: Good evening, sub or morning. Uh, what, uh, I haven't consulted my corona to see what uh, local station time was.
1: Uh, it is, and she looks at the, the chronometer, approximately 4 a.m., Captain. Whew.
3: Um, early morning, then. How, how are you doing, uh, sub
1: I am well. I trust that you are the captain of the newly arrived Europa.
3: That's me.
1: She uh absently just kind of types something on a panel next to her without looking at it. Excellent. It's excellent to meet you. Sure. I am sub I am subcommander Toshari.
3: Well, uh are you here as a guest of the Klingons or as the Federation?
1: I am aboard as an observer. Um at the request of the Federation as part of our ongoing mutual aid. Well, th-
3: then observe away. Is there anything particular I could help you uh,
1: observe better? And she continues typing without looking, uh, without, <laughs> without looking down at it. I believe that um, I would very much like a tour of your ship at some point if you do not mind, Captain.
3: Hmm. Well, I'm not uh, sure that there'd be too much for you to see. Um, The Europas barely made it through their shakedown cruise. Um, Let me see what I can do.
1: I look forward to it, Captain. Good morning. And she keeps typing. Good morning. Could I take that time to get a read on her? Sure. Uh, What is that, insight and command, probably? Uh, Yeah, that sounds about right.
3: I would also like to roll this, and I have uh, empathy as a uh, focus. Does that count?
1: Um, I'm not sure empathy does. I, I mean, I can use it. I can work with empathy. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, What about diplomatic relations? Uh, Since you weren't really trying to create or any any, you weren't trying to do any like diplomatic things, I'd probably say no to that. Yeah, that makes sense. I got three successes. 3 successes and 1 success. Okay. Um so yeah, Captain She definitely is uh holding <laughs> holding back obviously and she's it's a pretty typical Romulan thing to uh you know to to be uh reserved when around ones uh enemies, I guess is the best term. Mm-hmm. Um relations with the Federation are still a little bit tenuous even despite the war being what it is, what it was. Um Ambrose, you get a similar Uh, uh, read on her the both of you do that she is she's clearly uh working the romulan mojo
3: does the federation have any specific policy uh, regarding um things like giving romulans tours of your ship
1: uh they're not officially allies they're it's a non-aggression treaty at the moment um and the Romulans have been largely pulling out of uh Federation affairs in the last few months. Hmm. But there's no uh they would be treated as if they were a, a a uh not a hostile power, but not a friendly power necessarily. You you could probably give them a tour, but they you'd want to stay away from anything sensitive, like, you know, your computer or your engines or your weapons.
3: Yeah, like the AI, I'm sure.
1: Yeah, yeah, you'd probably want to stay away from that stuff. Um, but a basic tour. I mean, you certainly could give her that.
3: Okay. Well, we'll, I'll consider that Uh, right now. I'm stalling.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And that's, but yeah, she, whatever she was doing while typing, whatever, whatever she was typing was almost certainly, uh, everything you said, every way you moved, every eye flick, every, you know, you know what the Romulans record. (laughs) So. okay. Okay. What do you guys want to do next?
3: Well, um, I can, I see a couple of things. Uh, we can have uh, vignettes of people going aboard the station uh, since I'm sure we would let the, the staff wander around. Mm-hmm. Uh, we could also do a conference with the senior staff where we talk about uh, what we want our first uh, test to be. Um, yeah. What are people feeling like?
1: Does anybody want to go aboard station and hang out? This is your last chance to be aboard a Federation location, other uh,
0: than the Europa.
1: Other than the Europa for possibly up to five years.
0: <laughs> so <laughs> I think Malini,
1: is, I
2: think it's going to stay aboard and work with Eva.
3: Okay. I think um, Malini Silva is going to take that chance to go on board.
1: Okay. That's the first time we've seen Silva, right? Indeed. Look at that.
0: Savi will go aboard and send messages to her family while she has the opportunity, which we don't really need to do on screen. It's just, a sure.
1: thing she'll do um i've got the the ones you guys did between sessions i will have to re- i will reply to some of those shortly um obviously not during play but you know um so let's talk let's do eva real quick um you are in uh kaz is in the uh, uh the library area you know pretty much your office at these days um library access portal, um, with Eva. Uh, and she has been, Eva has spent pretty much the last two months, two and a half months, whatever it has been, uh, on the trip, working through logic puzzles and, um, like brain teaser type things. Uh, and this has been in response, uh, to, her uh, Eva failing at uh, problem puzzle solving earlier in a previous you know in, in the in the when you guys were on Bejor, um, you get the sense that there is well while it has never Eva has never admitted to it. You get the distinct sense that there is probably some level of frustration coming from the computer at this point, um, as in almost every case um, the. Problem solving, the the logic puzzles and the like, Rubik's cubes and things like that, have been flawless. But every now and then, one will miss, and Eva is unable to figure out why that is. Um, so that is uh, that has been going on for about two months now.
2: So, Eva, the, have you there, you yeah. seen no pattern at all in in what you're missing? Does it seem completely random?
1: At this time, I do not believe that I have been able to notice any... ...correlations between the uh, failures that I am experiencing. It is possible that I am simply malfunctioning, or perhaps even flawed.
2: Well, I don't think any malfunction you would have would be simple, and... Um, clearly something's not working the way it should, but let's not jump to conclusions here. And I wanted to stay on board particularly because I was wondering if your syncs are affecting anything either pro or con, if you're, these errors are cropping up more often after you sync with another large facility or less often, just thought it was something we should take a look at. Because it's your, really your only external output input that you're getting.
1: That is, well, other than the ship's sensors,
2: yes. Yeah, but that's your own body, even, as it were. This is contact with other computers.
1: That is an interesting speculation, Lieutenant. I have not noticed any additional issues after syncing with other stations. However, I've only so far synced with three, Earth Space Dock, Mm -hmm. Deep Space Nine, and now Narendra Space Dock.
2: Well, the dataset's getting a little larger, so I don't know if there's anything to this. But um, given that, as far as I understand, nothing like this cropped up before you were reinitialized when we left, it's something new. And if it's something new, maybe it's something self-generated or something internal. But you know, let's consider outside possibilities and just see if that matters.
1: Hmm. Is it possible that the data from the computer of Deep Space Nine has corrupted my systems in some way?
2: Honestly, it wouldn't surprise me in the least from that place. Hmm.
1: Perhaps I shall purge the information that I I acquired from the station.
2: Well, maybe we can move it into a, a physical backup, disconnect it, and have it available. I wouldn't want you to lose key data, but... If we can sequester it or something for a while, that might be that might be worth a try. Hmm.
1: With your permission, Zen and I will offload the information into the static core, the backup core. That is a separate system.
2: It, yeah, I think that's a good idea. I'm going to um, run it past the XO and the captain to see if maybe we can get the core offline for a while, completely or at least on standby. Uh, once you made the transfer, but at least take the first step. Yeah, that's, that's fine.
1: Excellent. It would no longer be in my systems once that is complete. Yeah. Please let me know.
2: And, and you, and you me as well. And, but I think that's a, that's a good line to pursue.
1: I have been wondering, Lieutenant. Um, I have been observing. Crew behavior when they are in the lounge area, um, simply observational, uh, yeah. Oh,
2: anything fun?
1: Simply uh, patterns of behavior, and I believe that I would like to implement one new type of behavior into my system to see if it works well. What are you thinking about? I would like to know how you feel, Command uh, Lieutenant. How are you? Oh, uh,
2: conversation or psychological profiling?
1: uh, is not one, both
2: the goals are somewhat different. Um, and depending on what your, what your primary goal is, we can, we can focus in a little more closely.
1: I have observed that conversation and observation help a crew to better harmonize. I wish to better harmonize with my crew.
2: I think that's an excellent idea. Um, yeah let's let's work on on a conversational package we don't have much experience with those um the emh certainly doesn't have anything worth mentioning um they're have long since been software packages but those aren't under the level ascension control you have i think command from what i understand commander data took a very long time to develop fluent conversations, but let, yeah, let's, let's start working on that. I think that really, it'll be a good project for you. And I think it will lead to smoother interactions with the crew. So let's see what we can do. Excellent. And I think I might, um, inform the counseling staff as well. They're they're certainly the experts on conversational analysis, and maybe they could offer some, some insights or something useful for you.
1: I would be grateful for the opportunity to speak with one of the counselors.
2: I'll try and make that happen. I, I'm glad to hear this, Eva. It sounds like um, you're looking towards solutions rather than just focusing on this, on this one little problem we've got. And I think that's constructive.
1: It would be, I feel it would be best to use my resources as widely as possible.
2: That's an excellent idea. That's exactly what I've been hoping to hear. That, wonderful. So we've got some work to do. We'll make it happen. We'll work together on this, of course, you know. Anytime anything comes up or if you want to practice conversation on me, I'm, you know, I know I'd love to talk, so bring it on anytime. Well, Excellent. not when I'm sleeping. But anytime I'm awake, yeah, absolutely let's do that.
1: I have not yet taken the oppor- the, the I've not yet taken the opportunity to observe anyone in their quarters. Perhaps I should investigate. I should I should do some observations in this area as well.
2: Let's let's keep it to the common spaces for now.
1: Very well.
0: Would you mind, John, if um, O'Connor was kind of just in there as well? I have a thought. Okay, sure, absolutely. Um, so as you're wrapping up this conversation, O'Connor who's been sitting at a table going through a data pad, um, Raises her raises her head up and kind of looks a little nervously. And you hear this small voice, Lieutenant.
2: Yeah, sonson son, what you
0: got? I'm I'm terribly sorry for for eavesdropping. I couldn't help but overhear. I wonder, and it. <sighs> it feels ridiculous oh, bring it up, bring but it up. I, I wonder let's share ideas here what what do you got could it be that eva's mistakes in the problems holding were built in almost to add a human element to make her more relatable to the oh. crew oh
2: that wouldn't surprise me it also might not surprise me if the folks at Daystrom didn't know about it. That sounds like kind of a Starfleety "We want to gimp our supercomputer" kind of thing to do. Um, it doesn't make logical sense. No, but it, on a, it makes some kind of bureaucratic sense, though, doesn't it?
0: Uh-huh. I Maybe keep the crew from that. running too far into that Uncanny Valley territory.
2: Yeah. Um. I'll see if we can, before we leave here, we can get a message back to the Daystrom Institute, see if they've got any thoughts on it or if they can work on something from their end. But I think that's a marvelous lead.
0: She kind of blushes and looks pleased that you think it was a good idea, but also awkward that she's getting praise
1: Okay. Thanks. Anybody else got anything? Head back to the station oh, um, then.
2: Kaz will write up a report on carefully replicated note paper, um, <laughs> and have it in the ready for the like to drop it off in the captain's ready room or something like that before he's back.
1: Gotcha.
4: I I think there is a conversation that Ambrose would have had uh, with both Cass and uh, Kostra, specifically about the AI. Uh, Probably something that happened on on the journey.
3: Uh, We could say that maybe... uh... The materials needed for whatever you were talking about were possible until we got to the
1: starbase.
4: I uh, I think yeah, he's just, referring just a, to
1: protocol when it comes certain right. protocols when it comes to the AI. Oh, so sure, uh,
4: um,
1: <laughs> we could certainly have that conversation now, even though it may have happened long long ago, just so that we're all on the same page.
4: Well, I'm I'm thinking
1: uh, perhaps it it would.
3: Maybe now they can talk about it off the ship.
1: Yeah, yeah, where the where the ship cannot hear for sure.
4: <laughs> that's a that's a good point. I could see Amber is bringing that up. Okay. Uh, yeah. So at at some point, yeah, uh, you'll
1: have to you'll have to get Cass off the ship. But yes. yes. <laughs> so, um, I suppose you could just order Cass to come to see you, like mm-hmm. come have lunch. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, I suppose we can do that. Um, Time is a fluid thing right now, since we're just kind of hanging out on the star right, base. We can do right. what we need to do. Okay, uh, uh, yeah, I'll uh, I'll hit my comm badge. Uh, Lieutenant
4: Kostra, uh, Lieutenant Shabaranaba, could you meet me aboard station for that meeting we were talking about?
3: Uh,
2: fine. Oh, sure. oh, absolutely, sir and and out
1: yeah okay you guys meet up at one of the lounge areas aboard station um nice big you know like a bit one of the big quarter lounges you guys have these aboard uh, aboard the europa as well so I'll go ahead and share the image so that you guys have an idea of what these are and you can use them as the game goes on if you want to sure as i i love these things yeah But you meet up there, and it is nice and quiet and uh, uh, not wholly infested with Klingons. Okay.
3: If this is about the EPS uh, conduits on deck six, uh, look, I don't know who made them, but I'm redoing that entire deck. I don't... It's just... It's it's awful. How long is that going to take? With since I'm doing it, I can get it done. Before we leave station for certain.
1: This is Isabeth, sorry?
3: No, this is Costra.
1: Kostra. Kostra, okay.
4: Yeah. Uh Costra for reference. Okay, yeah, I got my uh got my cruise sheet pulled up. Okay. Well, if you think it's something that is necessary and something that you can handle before we're put in a situation. This is your area. You know Damn how to keep the ship Right. Are. right. <clears throat> Just write up a report.
3: Uh, that wasn't really the reason you asked us here though. You wouldn't have asked a uh, antenna girl. <laughs> she will kind of thwap towards him. <laughs> hey, <laughs> you can't say I'm not being accurate.
2: Well, nor sensitive drills over lunch. Anyway,
4: Cass, how sure. well integrated is our ship's computer with the station now that we're synced together?
2: Um, there are obviously levels of classified access that don't concern us or the ship. Um, it's mostly it's just an ops level, not not really deep into the data. Do we
4: share internal sensors?
2: I believe so, sir.
1: That would probably require additional permissions, but it certainly can be done. It probably isn't done by default, though. Okay. Okay.
4: What sort of logs do does the computer keep on our com badges when they are inactive
2: if any when they're inactive um i would have to dig in and see i mean there's all you know as with any system there's the ob- obvious ongoing passive monitoring for emergencies and that sort of thing um are you concerned that eva might be able to turn them on and monitor passively by default Yes. I don't think so.
3: Um, and that would probably, well, Starf- let me dig into that. Starfleet, I know the communication systems pretty well. And I'd say that it's pretty unlikely that the computer would be able to listen out. And the comm badges are off. Starfleet privacy protocols make it pretty clear. Life signs only uh, when, not, when, not, when off duty. That
2: would be my guess. I'm not a hardware person at all, um, so I didn't want to, you know, make assumptions. But it is I
0: would a think it, it would
2: take. That would take some real
3: work to override. It is still a software issue, though. It's theoretically the computer could override it if it tried hard enough, I suppose.
4: Is the Suks computer still bound by the same Starfleet protocols that it otherwise would be able to or would have be bound to now that it has some level of extra intelligence?
2: Oh, even more so.
4: Same privacy settings, same.
2: Absolutely. Very good. Yeah, I, I agree with you, Commander, that yeah, concern is warranted, um, but I don't think any of us could even approach the level of paranoia that Starfleet has when it comes to machine sentience.
4: Right. Uh, that is my concern. We have an unknown entity not only aboard our ship, but as our ship.
2: Yeah, I, and I, and I agree with you that the situation merits concern. Just this isn't an issue of you know.
4: First we have a science. way to turn it off.
2: Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. We have several will ship, overrides.
4: Yeah. Will the ship continue
2: to function without? Ab- absolutely, there is a, a well, full conventional backup.
3: Now that's a trickier question. Short term, yes. Longer term, well, we, we don't would be have... down a backup. Yeah. We don't have the crew to manage the ship full time if without that AI.
2: Yeah, at just, least not on standard rotations. Yeah, we'd we'd be doing a lot of work.
3: The the automations driven through everything. If the if the AI wasn't uh, if the AI did just stopped existing, it it created all kinds of problems, ones that I couldn't even begin to list right, right. now. Right. But on a short term? On a short term, we'd be able to warp, uh, shoot phasers, those kinds of things. But long-term operation is a whole yeah. other thing. Yeah. I
2: mean, we'd be able to – we would want to start heading back home. But we would be able to.
4: about backups? How self-propagating is this software?
2: Uh, could it contaminate its the backup core? I don't f- – think so um, cuz one of the big concerns in having it was that it would be a basically a fresh right out of the box conventional ship operating system mm. so i would think we would have to physically rig something that would enable
1: her to do you down. would note too that since it runs largely on a positronic system the the ship basically it works as a positronic network um, it probably couldn't it it could dump itself into the core, but it probably would lose all personality and and sentience or near sentience. Okay.
4: I would like both of you to keep studious reports, both from an engineering standpoint and from a, Well, Cass. from what I understand, you have quite a rapport with the
2: computer. Uh, I think it's one of the key parts of my job, sir. Um, And it's fun and interesting, and it's probably a good safety precaution, too. Uh, So, yeah, that's where I've been putting most of my energy.
4: I would like each of you to keep regular reports on any activities involving the ship's AI on paper.
2: Absolutely, sir. The the captain asked me to do that on day one.
3: Very good. I've read you some reports, but frankly, I'm more of a hardware guy. Oh, you can build him a nice report. All right. I'll build a I'll build a birdhouse to report. I don't know what. Look, my job is the entrance. I'm not going to mess with that I wasn't. That's. Not my job. Is
4: not the whole ship's functioning your job as chief engineer?
3: It is. But the, and I keep the automation going. That's the standard design for the ship. That's what I keep going. If you want anything more, let me know. But I'm not a computers guy. I'm just not. I handle, uh, the heavy machinery the engines the weapon systems and yeah i do handle the automation interfaces but i don't mess with the any it's not my sphere that's not my sphere of expertise
4: that's fine yes just uh make sure everything keeps working appropriately and keep an eye out for any weird bugs a lot of this will have to be
3: cross-referenced between you two i want you to work closely together Oh, if you want a list of weird bugs I got a list of weird bugs the length of my arm I can send that to you I'm sure it's not AI related it's just it's just a touchy ship
2: yeah I can keep talking to napkin guy and she'll like slap towards his head again
1: (laughs) (laughs) okay anything else no, that'll do it. Okay. Um, Captain, were you headed off to find the general?
3: Yeah. Um, trying to think. I feel like we should bring somebody else uh, on the scene. Um,
1: on with the, to the talk to the general. You mean? Yeah. Okay.
3: You know, just uh, mix things up a little. Um, sure. does, it, does anybody think their character would be particularly interesting? Like, do you do any of your characters have any expertise with uh, Klingons or anything like that?
0: Negative. Well, I mean, or any well, fascination?
2: Who use seasoning, though.
0: I mean, I, I think the closest I would have is Dasavi has a lot of background in diplomacy, I, but that's I, all I got.
3: I think you'd bring Dasavi. Having a having a uh, empath would certainly be useful. Fair
1: enough. Yeah. Plus he trusts her. So. Okay. And that's. So. So you guys head off to meet with the general. He is, uh, there is a, what they, what, what is lovingly, I will say, referred to as the Klingon quarter. Uh, uh, Have your, or no, Jack, your camera dropped out. Uh, uh yeah
4: it's it's frozen i'm working
1: on it gotcha um i saw it look like evelyn's earlier but uh you had to do what is called what is lovingly referred to as the klingon quarter this part of the station is dimmer lit it's a hotter temperature there's a smell that you will not get out of your hair later um there is a lot of klingon singing and you can hear a lot going on most starfleet personnel do not really come down this far but um uh, uh, as you ask through, uh, various Klingons point you in the right direction of where you want to go and, um, give you a little side eye here or there. And, um, no one pulls out a tying on you or anything, but you know, it's, it's one of those places where this is clearly the seedy part of a Starfleet station, uh, which is not something you'd think you'd ever find. Um, when you finally do get to where the general is, you find him, uh, sitting, uh, there is a, a Targ uh bound to a uh bit of the wall, and uh he is uh not slumped over, but definitely hunched in a way that is atypical for a <coughs> Klingon general. Um and he is kind of poking at his um less than stellar uh not real movie ga.
3: Boy, that <laughs> gox looks bad.
1: He looks up and. Uh, it is. It is unfortunate. I was hoping to have some more. freshness. Being on this station is intolerable sometimes.
3: Well, you seem to not care. Yeah, it's a shame that you care for your post so little.
1: Yeah, he looks at you and, and uh, you see his gaze harden just a little bit. And
0: The Sami take... also sort of looks at you with this this expression in her eyes like, what the hell is wrong with you? <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. uh, he, he looks at you and says, do you say I do not take my post, my duty seriously?
3: I'm saying that you're a general with the Klingon defense forces, on the very frontier of the, uh, of the uh, uh, of it. Uh, you're a Klingon in the general defa- the Klingon defense forces on the very frontier of the empire's reaches. And you're complaining about bad Gach
1: He stands up slowly and kind of pushes the plate back uh, you know, away from him and this, you can hear the chair sliding eerily back as he, as he stands.
0: Captain, do remember there is an old Terran saying that an army marches on its stomach.
3: I, uh, I don't see anybody marching here. Do you?
0: Not in a literal sense, but we haven't marched in, aeons.
1: The, uh, the general slaps the bowl aside and, and who are you, to, besmirch? Me, Trill, as he looks you up and down. I'm Captain
3: Jorad Hage. Perhaps you've heard of me uh, in another life. I was Micella Hage. I won the Battle of the Corsican Rift.
1: Kind of squints at you and kind of like leans in a little bit. Mm. Well, then. That is a name I have heard, and I have heard the name Hage as well. Hmm. You are the the captain of the robot. Uh,
3: I would... uh... I don't know. If, I don't know if "robot" would be the correct terminology, but I believe you have the right person.
1: <sighs> well, then, I guess to be diplomatic, I should welcome you aboard, Narendra Station.
3: I, I I feel welcomed already. Hmm. Tell me. What are your forces doing uh, Doing to quell this uh, distant frontier? I already heard from the Admiral, but I want to hear it from you as well.
1: I protect this station. He begins walking over, like, out of his chair and over towards the replicator. Um, I protect this station and the Federation border. There are many how your people call it strange and wondrous things out here that want to kill all of you. So
3: you so that, so what have you done to prevent those things from killing us?
1: My ships scour the system for hostiles. And whilst your people are on scientific exploration, The Klingon defense force stands ready.
0: A readiness that is appreciated.
1: From what I hear,
3: there's Klingons that aren't content to sit and wait for something to happen.
1: He uh, looks back at you again with with an upraised eyebrow and shakes his head and uh, mumbles something you don't really catch under his breath. But uh, blood wine to the uh, replicator. He takes it out and drinks it and kind of shakes his head at that as well and turns back to you. My forces roam the patrolled space or patrol the, the explored space to ensure that our dealings do not go untended.
3: And what of those who have already dealt with the Klingons? I hear the Katang, uh, as well as several other ships, have vanished. Have you avenged them?
1: How do you avenge someone against the space itself?
3: I'd be happy to show you.
1: Uh, I will be watching then. I suspect you have been told that there are uh, Klingon pirates in the area, and that is what you are nibbling at, Starfleet.
3: If you want me to stop nibbling, then I'll tell you this directly: if I get, if my ship, the robot, inc- if any of us, including the robot, get attacked by Klingon pirates, I am holding you personally responsible for not keeping your people in line.
1: Yeah. <laughs> He throws his his blood wine uh, cup against the wall and then swears at you in Klingon. Uh, You would hold me responsible for pirates. Do I hold you responsible for anomalies?
3: There's a difference. One does not earn the respect of anomalies one does gain or lose respect of their warriors.
1: He kind of uprights himself and cocks his head. You are suggesting that I have lost the respect of my warriors. I'm
3: simply observing the current situation here in the sector.
1: He kind of looks wistfully to the side. Well, as wistfully as Klingons can look. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, there was a time before Martok when the Empire looked strong. He looks back at you. There are those who think that the Federation is to blame for the weakness in the Klingon Empire.
3: Are you sure it's not just the bad gok?
1: I believe that one is the other. Hmm. If you find these Klingons, you or your robot, my men will deal with them. You will not have to worry about getting your uniform dirty.
3: I think you and I both, I, I, I think perhaps it'd be better if I kept the glory to ourselves. The Europa is a fine ship. I'm sure we could deal with whatever Klingon pirates are there. I would like to, I would like to use reverse psychology on him. Sure. Uh, can I do a roll on this to see if I succeed?
0: This yeah, sure. is internally pace palming. <laughs> 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 like she is maintaining proper, you know, diplomatic facial expressions, but inside,
1: uh, presence in medicine,
0: medicine, medicine.
1: Uh, that's what. That's what all the like uh, the. Isn't that what psychology? Um... As with psychology, oh, what? yeah, I suppose.
3: I, I, this is a, this is. I'm trying to convince him. This is reverse psychology.
1: Sure. Yeah. I could also do. I could also go with it. You're, since you're trying to, uh, you're trying to, to basically use the the Klingon honor and whatnot against him. Uh, uh, well, what do you think? Insight think, command, think presence command. Know. I mean, presence command. Yeah, I'll take
0: yeah. it. I think that would make more sense because it's more of a a persuasion rule. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I got gotcha. you. Would empathy, composure, or negotiation
3: apply? Empathy, composure, or
1: negotiation. Um, Oh, politics might. uh, Yeah. Yeah, I'll let you. One of those works. I don't know which one. One of those works. One of them will work. Okay. Uh, (laughs) I don't know. Having all three of them means one of those works.
3: (laughs) Uh, Hold on. I want to use a momentum. Sure. Can I use a momentum? Okay. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Well, it's still one.
1: Uh, did you roll another one? I didn't see it roll. Uh, yeah,
3: I did it. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. I, I just rolled again. Um, the first one. Okay. Yeah.
1: I don't, yeah, it's all right. I don't know. There you, you have, there you go. Now it rolled. All right. There we go. And a six. So that's two successes, I assume.
3: Yep.
1: Uh, he looks at you, and. Uh, Uh, I assume your outcome is to get him to to try to uh,
3: find the Klingons himself and keep them in line. Right.
1: Gotcha. I do not believe that your worm and your robot will be very effective in finding Klingon warriors who wish to stay hidden from you. I suppose it is up to the Klingon Empire to once again ferret out the enemies of the Federation. We win your Dominion War for you. We can win this one as well. I would like to see that. <laughs> That's a good thing Ambrose is in the room. <laughs> Here's a look from Ambrose. <laughs> Ambrose just got a little heartburn wherever he is. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, Captain, if you or your robot find the Klingons before I do, I will give you two barrels of blood wine, and if, you, if I find them before you, I will get you the freshest gawk in the quadrant. Two barrels of it. He I will imagine
3: it, and I will relish drinking that blood wine with all the vigor you that you that you can imagine.
1: He kind of he kind of smiles and um sits back down, reaches for what was where his plate was, swears in Klingon, and it's a good place to stop.
3: <laughs> uh, I would like to talk with a uh, Devassi uh, after we just step out of the room. Sure. Uh, that went well. You
0: were lucky.
3: Klingons, uh, he's he's a Klingon. They don't work well with flowery words and diplomacy. You've got a.
0: They also don't work they, well. when You insult their honor.
3: I insulted no one's honor.
0: You did not come up. Once. did.
3: I simply taunted taunted him uh into doing the right thing that's the it's a classic klingon negotiation tactic you say so trust me he'll uh, uh, no matter what happens we've won ourselves a friend today
0: we shall see i still say you were seconds away from wearing that gawk Possibly on your spleen.
3: The two are not mutually exclusive, I will point out.
0: That is fair. That
3: that seems like a good place to wrap up the seat.
1: Uh, That's everything they want to do.
3: I'd still like to do uh, um, um, Malini Silva. Sure. So I think she's going to try to get uh, Jessa to come on the station with her. Does that sound good to you, Jack? Sure.
4: Yeah, let's, uh, let's do that.
3: Yeah. So, uh you know, she's going to uh, come over to uh, you in the shuttle bay, and she's going to be like, hey, I'm hitting the station. You want to come? Yeah, we'll see what we
4: can get up to. Perfect. I'm flying.
3: Uh, well, it's... Uh,
4: are we inside already?
3: <laughs> I think we can just teleport over there. Uh, I if... suppose. So maybe we cut uh, to a little bit uh, when uh, the, uh, the airport station... And Yeah. Let me tell you. Have you ever had Cardassian prison rations? Now that is the worst food ever created. It it it's you could tell that they created it specifically to punish their prisoners more. It's quite an insight you have. What can I say? What about Andorian cuisine? What's that like? I've never had.
4: Oh, it's it's
3: been. It's been a long time. Well, I'm sure we can get something here on the station. What What would you recommend? Uh, spot here (laughs) uh, yeah she'll wave over to the to the to the waiter just bring us an indorian dish whatever you've got that's that you do best
1: they kind of nod and we'll be back in a few minutes with something i forgot to put my most important document the one that tells me who everybody is (laughs) so how's
3: the arrow wing fly jessa um I'm curious. Haven't gotten haven't gotten the chance to get in that seat yet.
4: Uh no, I haven't really been able to push her to her limit. I did a, a lap around space dock while we were still orbiting Earth, but since then I've just been out in the Danubes. Captain's a little protective. Yeah. Well. I right, mean, it is a diplomatic boat. The Danube's good enough for anything I'd want to do with it.
3: Well, you know, if uh, you're perfectly happy with the Danubes, then why don't you let me take over uh, the Well
4: I didn't say that now, did I?
3: Ah, uh, well, can't blame a girl for trying, can you?
4: We could switch off, see who gets more out of her.
3: I like that. You know, there was this program at the training academy that I really enjoyed. It was a racing sim. Uh, We could do it in the uh, holodeck if you're up for it. See who's the better pilot. It's not the same thing as being in a real cockpit, but somehow I don't think we could talk uh, that hard ass into letting us take take the runabouts out for a joyride. Which one? There's a lot of them. Orani, have you talked with have you spoken with him yet? His security drills were insane. Too much for you? No, not too much. Just too much in general. They were. If we followed every single protocol listed in those uh, security, we would be spending. We would. We would. If we if we followed every single search protocol that he outlined, we it would take us a day to get through one corridor of the ship.
4: I think you need to work on your efficiency there.
3: I mean I I think the gap I think, I think that's the, exo- the point. Be-
4: or we could see how many more styles of prison rations you like. <laughs>
3: You know, I think, I'm, I think I'm fine staying out of prison for now. And uh, you know, yeah. anyway, which of the commanding officers do you have a problem with? There's always one. Be honest with me.
4: Try not to get too involved.
3: I hear you had a run-in with the doctor.
4: I think Cass had a run-in with the doctor. And I was able to slip under thy radar.
3: Hmm. Well, then... Probably for the better. Probably. Hey, somebody's got to make the tough calls. I suppose so hey let me let's let's promise each other something let's look out for each other on this thing you know what i mean being shuttle pilots isn't exactly the glimmer, the most glamorous position in starfleet
4: yeah. now that we're back to shuttle pilots
3: Sure, sure. Excellent. I Boy, I tell you, I miss being able to... I miss the camaraderie of uh, the Maki. There, Mm. everybody would jump on a grenade uh, to save you just because you were a Maki. That's all it took. I don't know if that's true of Starfleet.
4: Maybe not everyone in Starfleet.
3: Certainly not Ambrose. I'd watch what you say about it. Why are you going to tell him?
4: I don't think you're ready for that.
3: Okay. So uh, I think the food arrives uh, shortly after, and she says, "This is actually fantastic."
4: It's a decent replication. We're quite far from Andorra.
3: Well, you know, I'll take what I can get. Um, maybe we can see, make sure that this is on the replicator uh, at the ship. Wouldn't mind. Wouldn't mind trying this again. Program it in.
4: Maybe turn it down a few degrees. It's always warmer than it should be.
3: You you eat, you eat this cold?
4: It's Andoria. We eat most things cold.
3: Well, I suppose that makes sense. I think that's about all I had for this scene. Uh, unless you had something.
1: Okay. Um, eh, trying to uh, maybe I can do it here. Okay, my mouse is giving me all the trouble in the world today, killing me. Um, try one more time here. Anybody else have anything else they want to do real quick, or no? Mm-hmm. We need to have that scene
3: where we talk about what we're going to do next. Mm, right. But other than that, I can't think of anything. Wouldn't, right. I, wouldn't mind. Do uh, we talked a little during session zero about getting some kind of uh, card game going uh-huh. on? This trip. Um, yeah, we never quite. Fit. Do we want to say that happened in the preceding um, month, two months? Yeah, I think two months yeah. with pretty much
2: nothing to do along the way would be a natural time for that.
0: Yeah, for sure.
3: Okay, do we want to do a scene with that, or do we want to wait on that? We. Maybe I, we I think we that. could yeah. wait on that.
2: Yeah, okay. Yeah, unless sure. we have a scene goal, yeah, I think we could wait. Yeah,
1: fair enough. Sure. All right. Um, I got what I was after, theoretically. <sighs> this house is killing me. Um, So, Cass, uh, while you're on station as you're heading back uh, after Ambrose's um, conversation with you, you were approached by uh, this lady here. Her name, uh, you'd probably recognize her from some of your studies, you know, of the station and whatnot. Um, She's Dr. Helena uh, Talaferro. She's the chief scientist, civilian scientist uh, on Narendra Station. Um, Lieutenant, could you please, uh, please wait? Oh, of course. I was glad to catch up with you, Cam, Lieutenant. Um, my, I'm Doctor uh, Telefero. Um, I am extremely excited by the opportunity to to see what your crew is going to be bringing back from the uh, research. Wise, of course, from the um, from the expanse. Have you? Uh, do you have much experience? with, um, anthropology or, or cultural exchange, is that one of your specialties?
2: It is. I, um, I did an accelerated program in first contact at the academy and I've got close to 10 years experience now. And that was really my focus as a, as a science officer coming up.
1: Excellent. I I have a theory, a hypothesis, and I'm interested to see if there's any corroborating information. There have been a number of artifacts found in the region, uh, well, in several of the regions throughout uh, the expanse so far, and I'm wondering, um, I'll, of course, send you the information that I have, but um, I'm trying to decide if there's any kind of uh, correlation. Um, I suspect that some of it is possibly Iconian, um, although the I'm no Iconian, I'm no expert on Iconian, uh, culture, uh, or artifacts, but, um, some of them that I have found do not fit, uh, quite neatly into this, uh, this theory, but they, they're similar in, in construction and build and, uh, uh, they have similar markings. Uh, I, I, again, I, I will, I will provide you with the, uh, the images and scans. Um, uh, um, I guess what I'm trying to get at is if you find any of these things that match in this description, I would very much uh, uh, like to have them, uh, uh, sent back or at least the information and, and, uh, recordings of them sent back as, as soon as possible. Uh, there is something, I feel it, uh, there's something, uh, uh, tying this region together that is, uh, um. Uh, unseen and I'm very curious to see what it is
2: unseen doctor what do you what do you what do you mean
1: the I don't have any way to to it's just a theory obviously but these anomalies and the the loss of the Bellerophon and um, uh, the the uh, various artifacts we have discovered that uh, uh, I believe are, are Iconian are iconi- in, in nature. Um, um, I think they tie together somehow. I, I think that if we can solve the mystery of these artifacts, we can discover what has happened to create these rifts uh, and these uh, uh, disappearances uh, and anomalies that we are seeing in this region. Um, again, it's only a theory, but there's too many coincidences, uh, with these artifacts that, uh, for example, and she pulls out a pad real fast, uh, on, on, uh, uh, uh Calestero, Calestero four, uh, we found this obelisk and, uh, it, um. It emitted a radiation uh, that was similar to a radiation that we discovered on uh, a planet, uh, Neros, that was nearly uh, uh, at warp. It would have been uh, weeks away. Um, There's no evidence of warp civilizations uh, since, uh, well, even the Iconians, we we don't believe had warp, but uh, there's too many of these similarities throughout the region. And I'm, um, I suspect that it, this energy that they're emitting and, and that these symbols, and I, again, you'll have to re- review the, the, the work. Um, but I believe there is a, 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 a correlation. Uh, um, and it, what last information we got from the Bellerophon before it went missing, uh, it, um, it seems uh, as though it, the energy that the Bellerophon uh, uh, was uh, uh, seeing uh, the the venture was uh, emitting uh, uh it it seems similar do you understand am I making myself understood
2: uh doctor I've got to say no um i'm I'll obviously take this incredibly seriously and report it to the captain as well and go over the material you provided but um i'm not seeing so far the links between ancient artifacts and spatial rifts and I can kind of hear my advisor back in the academy saying Cadet that is not a theory that is a wild ass guess um, But I'm sure you've got the material to back that up and I'll absolutely check it out
1: Yes, uh, it'll take you some time to go through I suspect but um uh, Look over what I have found. Um, and if you can find any additional uh, a theory, maybe a strong word, you're right, you're correct. Um, postulation. Um, it, if you can find more information, the I do not have the opportunity to leave Narendra Station at the moment, and the uh, amount of information the Klingons bring back is uh, woefully useless. Um, I look forward to seeing what the, what the Europa can find. Um,
2: oh, absolutely. Doctor. Um, we'll, we'll send you on reports right away and I'll definitely be working on their material. Absolutely.
1: Good. Uh, excellent. Um, thank you. And she kind of turns and heads down the hallway.
2: And Cass will walk off making the universal gesture for, wow, that spinky bonkers.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. Uh, do you want to head to the conference room then? Sounds good. All right. Whoops. That's the botanical garden. That is the wrong place. Well, that's a nice way to change your that's pace for meeting. Yeah, <laughs> <Right>. I mean, <laughs> if we have a holodeck, why are we even having conference rooms? Uh, exactly. Just, <laughs> just everything is done in holodecks.
3: <laughs> what was it? Discovery ha- mentioned a ship that was just all holodecks. Yeah. Oops! All holodecks.
1: Oops! Um, oops all <laughs> holodecks. Cru- only crunchberries.
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs>
1: All right, so there's your conference room. I'm not going to put everybody in there because everybody knows who's in there. Um, right. Whoever wants to be in there is in there. The senior crew is assembled, uh, and uh, the captain has some things to tell all of you. I assume.
3: Yes. So uh, I spoke with the admiral. Uh, she laid out a couple things uh, that warranted our attention. Um, just to make sure I have them all straight. Uh, one of the. Uh, let me know if I'm missing anything, uh, Jeff. Um, yeah. Uh, the, uh, uh, the some ships have gone missing, including uh, the Bellerophon and uh, uh, several Klingon ships. Uh, this place is a regular Bermuda Triangle, um, so it's worth us trying to find out where they may have gone, um, or or what destroyed them, so we can keep further tragedies from happening in the future. Um, we also. Uh, There was a pre-warp civilization that seems to be emitting mysterious subspace signals. um, Bears, uh, it is certainly, it it bears our, it's worth a look, although we want to be surreptitious, of course, so as to not violate any prime directive. Um, We also uh, got word of some rogue Klingon warriors that are, uh, have been spotted in the region. Um, hopefully the Klingons can keep, uh, their own, but if not, we'll deal with it for them. Um, although, um, uh, we'll talk about that. I personally, I think, uh, th- I think it's best we work with the Klingons on this in order to make sure that, uh, they maintain, um, some semblance of respect for the general in charge. Um, there's also some. Strange readings coming out of the nullist sector. Uh, some probes have gone missing, and the, the information has been garbled. Um, that's certainly worth a look. Uh, I'm sure that the Europa sensors would be able to pick something up. Um, oh, there's also a, a megastructure uh, that is listed on the Hall, Hall Reunion, uh system. Um, We know nothing about it, but uh, that's uh, something we can look at. at, uh, I believe it's orbiting a black hole. So that's definitely worth taking a look to see who may have built it and why. Uh, ( Membres) Uh, You didn't mention, Jeff, the thing you sent me has this thing about the Romulans. Do you want me to say that one?
1: Uh, Yeah, I was supposed to get you that information uh, under, with, with the general And I totally forgot, that's fine
3: No worries, I, I mean, I could, we can just say it happened off screen
1: Yeah, that's fine uh, uh,
3: So, since the Dominion War The Romulans have mostly retreated to their borders However, um, there's rumors Of uh, a new threat to their distant uh, Distant front uh, Subcommander commander to uh ha- Is aboard the station Wants to take a look uh, at our ship and she might have more information about uh, about the Romulan activities in the area, so that that's something we should look at as well. That's everything. Okay, 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 Captain.
2: Um, one the alien that alien megastructure thing so it's incredibly, incredibly cool, but maybe we don't start with that. What I was thinking was, oh, and I've got to tell you about yeah, yeah. All right. Um, The observation that pre-warped civilization might be a nice little shakedown mission, uh, put our sensors to use, get my science staff up and running and processing information. Uh, We could use our civilian specialist on that one. Might be just a nice straightforward kind of thing to start with to get everybody warmed up and working together. But I had this really weird conversation with the uh, chief scientist of the station. And it was all like this conspiracy stuff about ancient artifacts and the Iconians and the and missing ships. And I haven't had a chance to look at her stuff, but it looks kind of crazy pants. But I'm going to I'll take it seriously. But um, I'd want to make sure you knew right away that I'm not, you know, I'm not dismissing this. But you
3: said we'll you said this person you spoke with spoke directly about missing
2: ships. About, yeah, she thinks there's some sort of link between the missing ships, the spatial anomalies, artifacts that maybe or maybe aren't Iconian, that they've been discovering and wanted us to keep an eye out in particular for these kinds of artifacts.
3: Well, I'll admit that the dealing with the missing ships is my first, uh, is, is my first uh, idea, since uh, it, it might be difficult for us to, it, it might prove to be a danger to us but i do think there is something to be said for a confidence building task to uh, get the crew working on the same page before we tackle something a bit more uh dangerous seems like a good idea sir
4: problem with the missing ships is uh probably a longer term problem something we'll be working on while we investigate other issues
2: unless and if there's there there more directly to, to what the scientists is talking about you know, maybe as we come across artifacts and ruins and whatever, we'll be putting some pieces of the puzzle together if there's any pieces there,
3: but there might be. yes can you, re- can you talk to this person and get her to share whatever information she has with you?
2: Oh, she was more than eager to dump everything on me. Um, I'll I'll go through it. I'll, I'll triage what's there. And um, if there's anything you know, anything that needs to be brought to your commander's attention, I'll get you right away.
3: Excellent. Does anybody else have any... Uh, does anybody else have any um i so it sounds like we're leaning towards uh this uh pre-warp civilization and investigating this pre-warp civilization uh does anybody have any other suggestions
4: i think it's i think while a pre-warp civilization could be interesting i wonder if there's much to be gained In making that our first priority, I think investigating strange signals and lost probes may lead us more towards greater anomaly or missing ship problems and is an active uh, disruption to our presence here. That planet's presumably not going anywhere.
3: The Admiral did seem to think that the missing probes and uh, the disappearing ships were two completely different issues um probably uh, probably uh they uh, none of the ships missing were uh investigating the halorun uh system or not the in the Nolus sector specifically so i think they might be two different issues it could down if i was a bunch
2: of pirates looking for a score uh technologically advanced civilization on the verge of warp might be someplace I'd want to
3: hit. The subspace, the fact that they've got some, some, some kind of tripping through subspace uh, has gotten me curious. And I, if there is other players involved, I'd like to know who is messing around in the messing around in our backyard before, before we get in too deep. And I think that might be a good opportunity to find out.
0: the threat the romulans are seeing are they close enough to also be a threat to us or are they just concerned and requesting starfleet assistance
3: that's something we should definitely ask for to shut they're not asking anything of us this is uh entirely yeah this is entirely us uh looking into it um so we'd have to get any we'd have to get whatever information we can from them
0: I think regardless of what we choose to tackle first, Captain, we should get clarification on whatever this new threat is, because we don't want to be blindsided in the middle of, a, of an investigative mission by combat.
3: Well, Toshari did say that she wanted uh, a tour of the ship, so we can offer her that uh, before she leaves and get that information from her then or before we leave.
4: We would want to make that a very minimal tour.
3: Agreed. Agreed. No sensitive areas, but I suppose get her getting a good look at our hallways isn't going to do much harm.
4: I suppose I would classify most of this ship as sensitive. But if well, she wants to see the hallways, she's welcome to walk around with a full security contingent.
3: I think you've just volunteered for the to be the tour guide.
0: I will volunteer to accompany you to Commander. I can perhaps get a better idea of her intentions.
4: Perfect. You think that's
1: prudent?
3: Excellent. Well, then we'll do that before we leave. But uh...
1: So you were having the uh, uh, sub-Commander, uh, Toshiri, who I will now share with all of you since I found a picture while we were on break yay I will theoretically share this with you if my mouse stops being my mouse um or starts being my mouse, I guess um, <laughs> so there we go. that's pretty much exactly what i was what I was envisioning um so that'll work also, I don't mind that version of the uniform that much no, um,
2: it's, yeah it's all right
1: so uh anyway um she beams aboard, ah uh, Commander Ambrose, it is once a good good. Once again, good to see you. And who is this, um, doctor?
0: Dr. Oneat. I am the chief medical officer of the Europa.
1: Mm. Was well, good to meet you as well, Dr. Uh, Oneat. Please, I look forward to seeing more of the ship. I, uh, I'm looking forward to this quite a bit, Commander.
4: Well, uh, let's
1: hope... We
4: don't disappoint. I'm sure you understand that this is a fairly new ship. Oh so well, see what we
1: can show. I expect there is um, a great deal that you will not be able to, under our current political circumstances.
4: Of course, should those political circumstances evolve uh, mutually, well... We've worked together well in the past. She just kind of smiles.
1: Lead the way.
0: As we're going, I want to try and get a read on her and um, um, her thoughts and motivations.
1: Sure. Um, uh, I will uh, let you take the, make a roll uh, once we get going a little bit, but the role will be... Uh, whatever normally the betazoid role is. I think last time we determined it was insight and medicine. I think so. Um, the difficulty, however, will be four.
0: No.
1: Um, I'm going to spend one momentum to make or one, one threat to make it four, because it should be higher. It should be three, anyways. Yeah. Uh, and then I'm going to, because of who she is, I'm going to spend t- two more and increase the complication range uh, to uh, what, 18, 19? Twenty, right? Okay. Yes. So, so uh, eighteen up. Eighteen and up. Um. So you can go ahead and make the roll now, and we'll we'll get into it. Uh, so where are you taking her first, Ambrose? Just going around the halls and the lunchroom uh, and stuff.
4: <laughs> yeah, I I uh, I was pulling off a. Trying to find our list of uh yeah all our various you know what's in what's in the ship, sure. Uh, but yeah, assuming she she beamed on into one of our uh, uh, transporter pads. No, I didn't.
1: I didn't have uh, the I didn't have the deck layout on that uh, that sheet. I'll add that deck layout on that sheet later.
4: Hmm. Uh yeah. <laughs> where would i where would i take it uh i mean i i think the first place we would go as is fairly uh typical uh we would go to uh well it's not called ten forward on this ship uh, nope. what did we uh determine that where that was
1: uh, uh, i think it's on deck 7 there's a seven there's a, a forward and an aft lounge
4: yeah uh, we we'd, we'd be going to one of the one of the major lounges there we go uh and on the way i will be uh sharing all the standard well-known information of usual Luna class ships right
1: right um she's taking you know passive note of everything and and Mm -hmm. mostly just listening to you um, she doesn't have a data pattern so she's not typing <laughs> typing literally everything you say down <laughs> um, but you get the distinct impression from watching her eyes that she is writing every single thing down um, as you would expect her to do um, when you arrive at the crew lounge it's fairly quiet um, the bartender whose name escapes me at the moment um, okay.
0: I guess yes T-
1: to keth would be there um, wiping down the bar and whatnot um, the uh the room is otherwise fairly empty uh there's a couple of people eating at one of the tables, and one of the two side hollow rooms uh is occupied, but obviously the door's closed, so you don't know who's in there. It just has the occupado sign on um, She looks around and it's quite impressive, Mr Ambrose. I did not realize it that. Starfleet was using holo technology in their uh, forward lounges.
4: We're experimenting with uh, more varied use of that technology. It can be quite useful. Uh, In fact, we have another room over this way, if you would care to join me, and we'll go over there. Uh, I found uh, we do have a number of very useful diplomatic suites, but a place like this can help people feel quite at home. Uh, and I will bring up a, a replica of a normal, like Romulan, like a Romulan conference center. Sure. Uh. Um,
1: oh, sorry. Go ahead.
0: I would like Teketh to make a composure role. Sure. When he sees her come in. Um, I know it'll be control and something. I just don't know the something.
1: Uh, probably command.
0: Okay. So that'll be a 12.
1: Yeah, probably command. As oh, good. You were commanding yourself to be.
0: Yeah. Okay. So that's three successes. So he just, he looks up, nods at the three that come in and goes about his business. Okay.
1: Uh, did you make the role for, go ahead and make the role now for, Diane. uh, for the doctor.
0: That was not as good of a roll, <laughs> oh. <laughs> but at least there were no complications.
1: <laughs> right. Double complications. Um, all right. So what you get is, uh, some scattered surface thoughts. Um, Mm. You know, the humdrum of I'm listening. I'm listening. I'm listening. Okay. I'm listening. Um, But you hit what you feel as a distinct barrier. Um, This Romulan obviously has training against (coughs) uh, telekinetic activity, um, which means she probably has some telepathic ability herself. Um, However, when, uh, when you enter the room, when you enter into the room, um, and T'eketh makes the roll as well as, as and you're, you, you're scanning the Romulan. Um, they're not sure where it's coming from directly, but there's definitely a, a, an increased tension in the room that dissipates fairly quickly, uh, as Ambrose leads them in, leads everyone into the, uh, small hollow room on the side there. Okay. Uh, so. ah, yes, commander, the, uh, your, um, your replication is quite adequate. I am impressed by your uh, computer's understanding of Romulan architecture.
4: Well, we try to be accommodating to our guests and allies. Mm.
1: And which we, which are we today? I don't think there needs to be a difference at this very moment. Well said. I am uh I'm told you have excellent arboretums aboard. May I see those? Of course, quite a stroll. Tell me, commander, um is this your first posting aboard a Luna class? Uh this
4: particular class ship, yes.
1: What would Although make I have... Go ahead. I have served on many different vessels before. Your record is not unknown to the Romulans. That I can only view as an honor. There was a great deal of... uh, Let's simply say that the war took its toll on everyone. Something we're all glad to be rid of. Of course. Tell me what you think of your captain. Uh, He's also not unknown to the Romulans, and I'm curious, uh, as I will be observing uh, the the Narendra station and, by proxy, the Europa's activities, um, what, what sort of man do you think he is, and what sort of thing would we be able to expect observing over the next few months and years?
4: Well, Subcommander, as I'm sure you're well aware, Starfleet only promotes its most excellent people to the captain's chair. Gerard H. fits that. You will find he's a consummate Starfleet officer.
1: Excellent. I have, uh, I've seen a number of Starfleet captains enter into the expanse. I find it to be, uh... An enlightening experience to see how Starfleet handles things. It is quite different from the way the Romulan Star Empire does most, most things, yes. Well, difference can only bring us together. Possibly. Possibly. I believe that human history does not necessarily bear that out, and Romulan history is not that dissimilar. What uh, What do you think, Doctor? What is your interpretation of your fine captain?
0: I have had the pleasure of serving with Captain Hage for quite some time. This is our second posting together. I think he is quite level-headed and does a fine job of trying to see things from all sides his many lifetimes is definitely a boon in that arena
1: well he has certainly made uh, a distinct impression with general cargan playing both sides i suppose how do you mean uh, the General left the lair after their meeting, uh, in something of a a rarely seen uproar. He was quite motivated.
0: Oh, good. He seemed to be in a bit of a slump when we met him in the, in the lounge on the station.
1: It is a difficult place for a warrior. When the Klingon Accords, when the Klingons left the Kinemer Accords, uh, this station existed, and he had been assigned here previously. He had looked forward, I think, to conquering this station. Well, not this hmm. station, this is the ship, but the station. I think he is a little bit put out that uh, things went back to normal. <laughs>
0: I find most Klingons are generally put out when they don't have something to conquer.
1: Well, perhaps the Europa will find something for the good general to conquer.
0: One can hope.
4: Rumor has it there is, well, quite a lot out there in the Expanse. And I must say, you find yourself a fair ways from your homeland. How has your trek through
1: unknown space fared? This expanse is slightly less unknown to the Star Empire. Not significantly, but um, I have found it quite fascinating to uh, observe this region. The unknown things, I think, that you will find at least the unknown things that we have found that have found their way into Romulan Romulan space uh, shall prove an interesting challenge, I think.
0: I imagine so. I hear you are potentially facing another enemy at your borders.
1: You have excellent ears, Doctor. She doesn't say anything. She just kind of looks at you. <laughs>
0: So he just kind of like gives her a half smile and nods.
1: I find it
4: interesting your choice of words entering within your Romulan borders,
1: usually so well maintained. We have been stretched a little thin, what uh, with the and with the, with the the conflict of the Dominion with the, with the Dominion. Of course, uh, a conflict that
4: we both. Flourished under together, perhaps uh, a similar common enemy may facilitate increased uh, allegiances. I'm sure the Federation would be glad to help maintain the sovereignty of your borders.
1: I expect the Federation would be eager to assist us. Perhaps that day will come. For now... We simply need to reconsolidate our own dealings. Besides, the Federation has so much else it has to deal with. This uh, expanse is a great deal of uh, exactly what Starfleet has always said they sought. The unknown. We should all be so lucky as to be... Graced with the things that we are most suited for.
4: Well, it is something I believe everyone on this ship looks forward to.
1: Good. As do I. Uh, I will offer one small bit of advice. The farther you go towards the depths of the expanse near the Romulan border, uh, there are regional powers that the Federation has not yet encountered. Be wary of them. When the Star Empire feels it is appropriate to provide you with more information, I certainly hope they will allow me to do so.
0: For the moment, your, the warning you can give is appreciated.
1: I would like to give more, but you understand. Indeed. I have a great deal of respect for what the Federation did during the Dominion War, and I have a great deal of respect for the people who, who, who sacrificed so much. Uh, I look forward to seeing your captain perform here. not as much as I look forward to a more in-depth tour of your ship at some point in the future. And she smiles. But, uh, I believe we both have what we came for. Well, uh, certainly don't
4: be a stranger. We are at the very least neighbors now. (sighs)
1: She kind of nods and, and, uh, you guys uh start heading back towards or completing what a little more of the tour there would be and then heading back to the transporter room where she will leave uh
4: yeah so so after that whole i think we both got we, what we came for uh ambrose would also like to try a little uh empathic link sure uh insight command again
1: yep difficulty is still three and uh i will spend this to make it four because i did for her and I'll do two more because I've got them to make the uh, complication range eighteen and up.
4: Okay, uh, that's a that's a complication range of three.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: Okay. Yeah, it was 18, 19, 20. Right. Uh. Okay. Uh. Have I been diplomatic enough to use that as a
1: focus? Um. Yeah. Sure. Okay, so you're basically trying to get a read on how she, you know, the, the the way she's reacting, right? Right, right. Really choosing my words to try to uh, get her
4: thinking in different directions. Right. Okay. Uh, let's see four. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a, a momentum at this if everyone's okay with that. Okay. wow <laughs> all right sure, all right. sure. Well, then. we're doing that again
0: <gasps> <laughs> the dice are not with us today it's
1: the always a not. good time to end a session on a really crappy roll <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um, uh, when uh, when you you, you you reach out a little bit with the that you feel that same block uh, as I described for uh, Onet Um, you're definitely getting a little bit of the surface thoughts and then bam, you hit a solid wall of, of, um, uh, mental barrier and her, her look changes only slightly, only just like a half of a, uh, half a degree, uh, towards, um, surprise and then, uh, just cold. Um, she just kind of goes that, that typical, you don't want this Romulan cold, (laughs) um, uh, and she, uh, she, she looks at Ambrose, and I, uh, I'd best be going, Commander. Of course, I wouldn't want to keep you.
4: Though, we should do this again sometime.
1: She, it's been a learning experience for both of us. She, she kind of gets a little half smile. Perhaps not. This exactly. And then uh, she starts walking. All right. She uh, gets back on the transporter pad, beams away, and uh, I think we can call it there for now, unless anybody has anything else they really want to do.
2: That's an awesome beat to end on. Yeah.